So my brain was not functioning perfectly. Okay. I'm dying here. And then about 20 minutes later, someone comes in from the kitchen and says, was there weed in that dessert? I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. And the morning after show. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. My son is a stand-up comic mime and a Buddhist clown. Together we chat about sex. Why do we do it? Because we want to break down the barriers. And we think by opening the conversation, we can decrease sexual shame and violence and increase pleasure. And connectivity, because when we started this podcast, we were not connected. Now we're connected. I think we were kind of connected when we started the podcast. Oh, we're, we're even more connected than ever. And what I mean by connection is not a sexual connection, more of a, of a mental connection. That's very, I'm glad that you specified that, Mom. All right. We, before we get started on this wonderful Monday morning after show, which for those who are just joining us means that this is the episode of the week where we get to talk directly to you, our lovely listeners that we appreciate oh so much, and we get to respond to your text messages, voicemails, and emails. And today is no different. And we have a little discussion today about Clone Willie. Yes. The only way this is made possible is through our sponsor, our favorite Clone Willie. Mom, when when it's the holiday time, I can't think of a better gift than a clone of Willie. That's absolutely correct. What is better than giving your loved one a a uh, clone, a replica of your own penis or vulva? Yeah, it's the best. It is per- the perfect gift. You can make you can do it with your partner. It's definitely personalized. It's a very fun experience. <laughs> it's very body safe. It's you can put for a clone of Willie, you put a vibrator in there and it's basically making a vibrating dildo a vibrator for uh, a partner or even yourself if you want to fuck yourself. So if you want <laughs> if you want 20% when someone off. someone says go fuck yourself, this, they this know is, what to do. This is the offer of the, of the holiday season. 20% off your entire order at clonawilly.com when you enter promo code MOM. On to the show. On to the show. Well, I just have a question before we get on to the show. Okay. What do you do in this little dilemma? I'm talking to some guy and he starts like literally spitting while he's talking. Like, and, and you know he's spitting. He knows you're spitting because he even apologized at one point. Some people don't care if they, they just spit all over you. So your response is do, do you like back off or do you like say um, uh, you just spit on me and try to wipe it off? Or do you acknowledge it? Do you know what I tend to do is I feel bad even rubbing the spit off my face That's in front of them. Yeah, so why? I kind I kind of delay it a little bit. I let it sit on my face for about 10 to 15 seconds and then I'll remove the saliva. Wait, did you, well, why do we do that? What, I don't know. It's a way of being, it's a, it's a way polite? of being polite that is bullshit. And I, I, I'm making a proclamation right now. I will never do it again. From now on, because I remember one time with your dad, someone, his sister was eating tuna fish salad and <laughs> she literally like spit a piece of tuna fish salad onto his fork. So he's holding his fork. There's a at the end of the fork is this half chewed piece of tuna fish, and he didn't know what to do with it, so he ate it. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> it's so, so gross. I'd like to throw this out to the listeners. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Oh, so how do you participate in this conversation, by the way? Our voicemail slash text message number is yes text mom if you put that in your phone you could just save it and then give us a call and by the way if you want to also participate in this conversation you should 
fill out one of our surveys, which is at sextalkwithmymom.com. I'm amazed that you remember that. So am I. But the survey is key because then we can gear everything that we do towards our listeners. That would be you guys. He, can I tell you? It inter- takes five minutes. Can by I the tell way. you an interesting finding? Yes. So, to the, in response to the question, how much of each episode do you listen to? Yes. Guess. So, we've had 120 people that filled out the survey so far. Guess what percentage they actually listen to of each episode? Well, I'm on hoping average. 100%. No. No. Who listens to 100%? Of the 10%? Episode? Most people listen to 90. I'm sorry, sorry. Oh, you're. I Okay. My mind, by the way, is not in the, in a normal state right now, but we'll get to that later in the conversation. But. Wait, are you smoking dope? No. Are you smoking <laughs> dope? Okay. 91% of our audience wow. listens to the entire show. That's incredible. So you, so when you said earlier, I hope 100% of the, of the show. I was pretty damn close. You're, well,. I've, this is, I, this is fucked. What? I was, ex- you, you are right. I was 91% right. of the audience a- listens to 100% of the show. I think that's remarkable. Or it means that the only people that listen to 100% of the show fill out surveys. Were you just about to vomit? No, I think I like burped a little bit. <laughs> I hope you guys didn't hear me. It was like a weird, I thought you, ex- there was a weird me, look another, that you gave me. That's another dilemma. Do you announce if you burp? What do you do? I know Howard Stern just burps away and almost threw out, throw up listening to him sometimes. All right. We really appreciate your survey responses. And we're giving away $350 worth of products, surprise, uh, uh, WeVibe uh, products at the end of December to one lucky, to one winner. lucky winner. And that is provided by Babeland, our friends at Babeland.com. So if, you, if it, just helping us is not enough, fill out the survey. Okay. And, uh, and speaking of helping us, Patreon. Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. That's all I'm going to say. It's a great time to join us. Do you know why she's saying so little about Patreon right now? Why? Because a lot of our listeners don't want to hear about it. Said, hey, tighten up the intros and plugs. Everyone knows what the fuck Patreon is. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Okay. Fuck them. Anyway, Anyway, for those who don't know what it is, it's a membership service and we're giving away uh, gifts to all of our patrons also this month. Yeah. So uh, sign up now so you get custom gifts from Sex Talk With My Mom. And and, uh, it's a a wonderful way to be part of our community. And you get free bonus content. Okay. (laughs) Look at me. Look at you. Look at who's the one plugging away for Patreon. All right. Let's listen to... Wait, you didn't say how to get to it. Patreon.com slash Sex Talk With My Mom. You said... I know, but you didn't. All right. You sound much more authoritative than I do. All right. Let's start with a little text message we got from... Um, uh. I don't know if this person wanted to remain anonymous, so we're going to keep this person anonymous. Okay. Uh, but this was in response to our last episode with 37-year-old virgin, Justin uh, Blake, who okay. came on and basically told us that uh, he lost his virginity three months ago at the age of 37. Yeah, that's and, pretty wild. And it was because, you know, he kind of grew up thinking that no one would ever want to fuck him or uh, well, he be also, in a relationship with him. Well, he grew up a Quaker when they were told not to even masturbate. But you so guys have to listen says, to this. this guy says, I totally relate to this guy. I was raised in the church and taught that the human body was shameful and evil. Self-pleasure was multiple sins. Number one, impure thoughts lead to maturation. Two, spilling your seed without the purpose of making babies is a sin. Wait, what is, by the way, do you know what? He means by maturation. Yeah, Impure thoughts lead to maturation. Maturation? Yeah. Uh, maturation means maturity. Yeah. So what's wrong with it? maturation? I don't know. Maybe it was a typo and he really meant like... Masturbation? Yeah, or something bad. 
<laughs> I don't know what he would have meant. Impure thoughts lead to something bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I, I was also pointed out by family and church as the most likely to be a single overseas missionary because women wouldn't like me. I was very small, redhead, lots of freckles. What that did to me was make me seek out the most masculine life I could I could have. I bought an old car, started building it into a race car, and eventually started street racing in the 90s. I started playing baseball. I started listening to more extreme heavy metal. I bought a leather jacket and boots that eventually joined the army as a light infantryman. If I had just listened to the people around me, I would probably have been a 37-year-old virgin too. The big nasty secret the whole time was that I was fucking boys. Look at that. Yeah, I think that these repressive thoughts, these these repressive uh, like institutions, can can often lead to really make you know this is you carry this with you your whole life. Not only do you carry it with him, but it also leads you to rebel and become like whatever the opposite is. Totally. And I like that he just took it and ran with it. Uh, I would like to, I, I know we were t- planning to talk about this later, but I would like to uh, it, talk about my recent trip to a, a uh, burlesque dance bar. Okay, let's hear it. Um, this was this was a uh, very interesting experience. I was planning to, I was hanging out with another sex podcaster and... Uh, you could say who she is. Nicoletta from Sluts and Scholars. She's also one of our pleasure podcasts. Um she so we were we big hang, fan of Nicoletta. We're, oh, she's the best. We were hanging out, and she's like, we, she's like, we're very close to Jumbo's clown room, which is like, basically, is it a clown? It's room? like kind of like a little bit of a divey bar, um, very like retro, and there it's there's just one pole in it in the room, and um, there's a there are just women that put a song in the jukebox, and they go up and they do their their burlesque dance. Do they work there? That everyone gives them the ones. It, no, it I mean, feels, like, is it is that their job or is it like? Yeah, a, yeah. A, I'm sure they make a f- they make a ton. I I imagine they make a ton of money because these are, they, are very. Um, it's hard to get like stage position time? stage time basically. Wait, so what are they wearing? Clown outfits. All, you know, this is what's kind of interesting. They all wear different, very different styles. Like some people are like kind of goth. Some people are like Britney Spears esque. Some people are like. Um, one girl did this like kind of a clown routine, like uh, strip dance, which she wasn't really. No one is taking off clothes. Okay, so usually. there's not like a typical strip club where you're walking around and no. Usually that makes me extremely uncomfortable, actually, because yeah. people are coming up to me and harassing me for their, my money and you saying, don't like that. Anybody I don't like that. anyone don't like asking any- for my money when I was like, I don't really. I feel obligated to give you money, and I don't really want to lap dance from you. And I had the I same feel feeling weird. when I went there. I don't yeah. like someone sticking their butt on me, male or female. Feel very, very uncomfortable. So I was kind of expecting this in Jumbo's clown room. However, because it's just it's just the one person on stage dancing and they they seem like they're there for a very different reason like they're this is like an art this is like a craft for them it seemed like what do you mean are they pole dancing what are they doing yeah they're pole dancing with clown outfits on no no there's nothing clown about this why is it It, called clown room then i don't know why it's called jumbo's clown room Uh, jumbo was a guy i get uh, that that made a a room and thought it was called a clown room I don't know it, it, but it does feel like very much in the vein of like vaudeville clown. Uh-huh. So I felt very right at home. I almost asked for a job there. Did you want to strip over there? No, but I did want to take a little broom and and after each of the songs come out in a little clown outfit. I was thinking I'd cut the holes out of and make like assless chaps in my pants, and then come 
with the broom and, and sweep up all the dollar bills. And keep them? No, and give it to the women. This is what your job is going to be between now? the Between the acts. What's with the ass cheeks? Exposed ass I, cheeks? I felt like I need to you know, show a little skin. Well, are they, were these girls showing skin? Yes, of course. I'm very not, confused. Not, not, they're, they're not showing their, their boobs or vagina. So what were they showing? They're just like in lingerie, basically. But they're doing pole dancing. Oh. It's mainly just a. Po- you're watching this. So this is why I was blown away, and this is why I bring it up after I this, this text message. I had this vision of clowns pole dancing. There's nothing clowny about this. Although, in terms of if you look at the type of clown I do, it, it, it there is some parallel there. Okay, here's here's why I was fucking blown away by this whole goddamn thing. Number one, I, it was a very unique experience to be in front of people in a very sexual environment. Um, where people are confident in the, you know, it, it's like no one, it felt like no one was really there, um, you know, just to make money. It seemed like a, more of like they were there for the art of it. Gotcha. Okay. Very interesting. Uh-huh. And pe- being in the, being in the presence and watching someone access their sexuality like that, confidently embodying it, you are actually you you are also acknowledging in front of all these other people that you are also a sexual being, which is kind of interesting. How are you acknowledging this? Because just being in the presence and observing... And not like running away. And not running away, you basically say, there's something in them that I'm identifying with. Right. Which is a, a, an it's a amazing... Bold, it's a bold, courageous gesture on even, their part. Even just to sit there, you are participating. Right, because you're like smiling and going, hey, this is cool. Yeah, and people... It's a very friendly atmosphere. So it's not as sleazy, like you didn't feel that sleazy the, Yeah, I did not feel any sleaziness. Did you feel any kind of erection? No, and I didn't feel any erection either. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. No, it was no like erection. a weird... It was like a weird, like... It was more of like a subtle... It was like, this is a self-expression that we're all going to be right. okay with. And it was a beautiful thing. And I went home that night on the drive home... I felt like full of, you know how I forget we interviewed some someone who was involved with drag, who said maybe it was Nick Meadows, who was like, it gives it gives you when when someone is doing well in drag they say like you give me life, mm-hmm. that's what the person is like offering you basically you give me life. This like, is like a like a joie de vivre. Yes, I felt going home that night. You give me life. This is a part of me that I typically suppress, and by allowing me to express myself by being in the presence, then I I feel more alive. I felt unbelievable. You still feel the residual effects? I wanted to be a fucking pole dancer afterwards. Hey, do they have any male pole dancers? No male pole dancers, but maybe they should have one. You know, my I just saw a, a picture of my dear friend Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce who. You know, it was very she's pole dancing. No, but she was like completely naked, and if someone had tattooed or not tattooed, but body painted um, a ninja turtle all over her body, mm-hmm. and like you could see her nipples and stuff like that. But she seems so confident, and she's like my age, and she's—I mean, how would you feel if you saw me like naked with a uh, ninja turtle painted on my? Uh, chest? It was. It wouldn't be my favorite image. <laughs> But I thought she was I very mean, you, courageous you to were, do that. You were just in a cougar calendar. I am a swimsuit calendar. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. I have. A, I have. A, if anybody wants to see me, I'm. I think I'm August and February or something like that. <laughs> I mean, it's not my favorite thing to see, but I'm glad that you are that you are acknowledging that this is part of you. I'm not only acknowledging. I think it's really important for people to understand that after the age of fifty, that all the women in this uh, are in swimsuits are over fifty. 
they can be sexual still and, and not like sleazy. I mean, I mine, mine, I, you can see me probably wear less clothing walking around the house than I was on this calendar. But it's just the idea of there's no expiration date on sexiness. I, I'm, I'm blown away by, by the feelings I had coming out of that, that clown room and uh, the, the, the mojo that it gives you. So you got a little mojo going? I had mojo, and then recently, uh, I think I, I slowed down a little bit. What happened? <laughs> so, we're getting we're really all right, we're we're, going all right, off. We're going to hold on to that thought. We're coming back to your mojo in a second. All right, let's get let's, to a couple I, other. I'd like to read a, a funny one that I saw here. Go this, for it. This, uh, this, this killed me here. Okay, this is by uh, someone. Oh, it doesn't say a name. Okay, it's a female. Love the podcast. Saw you on the Today Show and got the fiance to tune in for his long work commutes just saw cam's agtx and oh my god you're a cutie but it's no wonder you haven't gotten laid in 10 plus months a little weird face <laughs> serious <laughs> seriously dot 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 wonderful podcast but come on cam a little smiley sp- i agree with you what <laughs> the fuck Thank you very much for that uh, that backhanded compliment. Well, I, for those of you who just maybe started listening to this podcast, Cam was uh, in America's Got Talent this year. Went pretty far. Quarterfinals. I mean, he was part of the human fountains, the, the guys who spit water into each other's mouths. And that's what she's referring to. It's not, it's not exactly I like... I think she does not recognize <laughs> uh, the mouth muscles that developed in the oh, course of practicing all that. Oh, there's a little hidden uh, uh, little benefit. Hidden benefit from spitting water into other men's mouths. Oh. That's it. How do you like go. that? Now we're going to get some more action for you. But actually to this person, I think you got a couple women that were more into you because of this human fountain thing. Maybe. Maybe. There there were some people on the survey that said they started listening to the podcast because of uh, the human fountains. All right. Well, anyway, I thought that was a very funny one. And it really literally made me laugh out loud. Here's another one. This is from Patrick. I recently discovered your podcast and I love it. Today I listened to E158 about Matt giving straight guys their first gay experience. That was so fucking hot. Thanks. Cam, I have to echo Matt's proposal. If you're ever interested, keep keep up the good work. Cheers. Matt's proposal was basically if I ever wanted to have my first encounter with a man. Yeah, because he, he was deflowering a lot of uh, he's down. by men. And uh, thank you, Patrick, for that upper, that uh, offer. Cam, do you get more like female or male? Male. <laughs> you didn't even let me finish the sentence. 100% male. You you can see from these the emails. Are you kidding me? Uh, well, how often do we get these from women? No, Very you, infrequently. You've been getting a little Instagram uh, sliding into some the slides DMs. The DMs. See, yeah, some women sending Just a couple, but little naked pictures. All right. You make a big deal out of that. Um, should we continue onward? Yeah. Thank you, Patrick, for that message, by the way. Oh, here's another one. <laughs> this is from Arthur, longtime listener from San Diego. First first off, of course, I love listening to your show. There's a ton I want to say, but I don't want to bog this message down with the paragraphs of praise. I mean, I would, wouldn't mind the paragraphs yeah, of praise, Arthur. Yeah, bog us down, baby. I'm contacting you, Cam, because I heard you in the last Monday morning after show that you go diving. Perhaps you could fulfill your romantic side by cooking a nice lobster dinner for your new gale. I just got into diving for lobster and spearfishing. Hit me up if you're looking for a dive buddy or just someone to chat with. Love you both. Arthur. P.S. You should start a GoFundMe for a latex suit with an open crotch if the romance thing doesn't solve the cold body slash warm cock issue. No need to tear tear a hole in the... (laughs) 
in a perfectly good dive suit. Okay. Winky face. Thank okay. you, Arthur. Arthur, Arthur, you nailed it. I agree. You know what? It, <laughs> Cam, that is not a bad idea. Okay, so for those also just tuning in, um, when I get nervous, which sometimes happens when I'm first hooking up with someone, uh, my body gets cold, my dick gets very warm, and my our solution was to uh, for me to wear a wetsuit and cut a hole in just the crotch area so my body remains warm and my dick can get some air. That, um, yeah, that was a recent episode that we did. I think it was so the Arthur is suggesting show. a GoFundMe. So I love that Arthur <laughs> for a latex suit with Very an open good crotch. Call. Yeah, I could probably wear that to a latex party, which I might uh, if I go back to the AVNs this year. Maybe I'll think be going to a latex. Have, and oh, here's a good one here. Yeah, dick just hanging out with with the hope <laughs> with the hope somebody might grab it. <laughs> okay. M- uh, what about the lobster spearfishing co- comment? What? What is that? I think you can have a little... I'm ed- actually down. You would never spear fish. You can't spear a fish. What? You would do that? Yeah, fuck yeah, I would. Oh. What? I could never imagine you... You spear- forced me to eat mo- ch- chicken and turkey a ton. I've justified that. Yeah, because you're not killing the animals. Right. This is way more just to, to go out and kill it yourself and no. eat it. Yeah, you're one with the fish. Oh, yeah. A lobster? You're going to kill a lobster? Oh, yeah. Grab that motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get pinched, though. Oh, that's what you're worried about? I would, I want, I would. All right. So I think we need to play a quick voicemail. Okay. Wait a second. I was just going to read M. Hoko's. All right. Go for it. All right. This is a good one. Hello. Weird text. I love when someone identifies himself that <laughs> way. You can share this on the show. Thank you, dear M. Hoko. Uh, my name is M. Hoko. I'm the guy that made fun of mom about the rhymes, LOL. Thanks a lot. Anyways, I do have a weird question. I'm a guy that loves my girlfriend's pussy and our sex is amazing. She has licked my butthole and she thinks that sticking a finger in there will be awesome for me. I'm not into shit up up my butt, but while... I love the way he put shit up my butt. But while... while, But the more I read, the more I hear about a better orgasm for guys when shit is up there. But God, no. What if I end up liking it? Mm-hmm. Hell no. Maybe ask a professional. Let me know. Look at that. LOL. Sorry for the long ass text. Look at that. Well, we have, we've, we've definitely talked a lot about anal on this show. Oh, we talk about it all the time with the, the pleasure intro mechanics. An, intro to anal play with the pleasure mechanics is one of our most popular episodes because we talk how, to, if you want to play with anal, that how to start. I th- in, and Can I just read another text then? Yeah, sure. Go um, for it. This relates as well. Um, this is from Vegas scale. I think we've already read this text, but just in case I've just started listening to your podcast. And I just want to let you know that you guys are hilarious. I'm just binge listening to your episodes, five stars, but I do have a question. My boyfriend wants to try a new sexual thing. He wants butt play me fingering him. I do know if it's the guy's G spot slash pleasure spot. I want to hear your guy's opinion with on this, any feedback. You, thank you. You guys are the best. So I think we've already talked about that one. Yeah. I think we talked about it when we had D's on. But because these both relate to butt play. You want to continue with the butt I, play discussion? I mean, it sounds like the first the first um, message from Mahoko was like, this guy's interested, but he's scared. What if he actually likes this? Right, oh, my God. Right. Does this mean he's gay? He oh, did. no. No, I don't think he alluded to gay. That's, that's the concern, I think, All that right. most guys have when they're scared of doing butt stuff. With And here's my belief. Ready for this one? It's garbage. 
<laughs> you're not gay if you if you like someone playing with your butt. Right. I think it it from all the sex educators we've spoken with, right? And I, I think it's very you have nerve endings down there, and it could be pleasant pleasant to to touch those nerve endings, and if that has nothing to do with who is doing it. You could be doing it to yourself. You can. You can have a masseuse do it. You can you, a masseuse. I don't know. I was recently asked if I wanted a prostate I massage. Know. Yeah. Who? Why don't you talk about that? One of the pleasure mechanics emailed me asking if I wanted a, a prostate massage when next time she comes into town, and then reporting on it. I find that to be hilarious. And I was open. I'm down for that. I can't believe her. Why that. not? It's a it's a this pleasant a, experience. This is something new, though. I just. It, Two or three years ago, you wouldn't even come close to saying that you even completely agree. It. Completely agree. And to be honest, I do, honestly don't have that much experience with butt play. And and to be honest, I, I doubt you're going to take pleasure mechanics up on this. Oh well, we'll see. Okay. Anyway, okay. so but basically, it doesn't make you gay, and that shouldn't be a concern in the first place. If you like the person, you like the person, and if you like having stuff in your butt, put stuff in there. Just be safe about it. Don't create any anal fissures. <laughs> And don't get any gerbils stuck up there. Yeah, because that happens. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it sounded like the girl said that. Who was it? Who just? Who was that? That just. What's her name? Vegas Gale. Vegas Gale. Um, maybe try using gloves. I thought that that would make it easier for. You. I. I to, to me, if I was going to do it, like. Yeah, if, that that if, was a good one because yeah. the biggest concern and the very little experience I've had with anal play. Uh, the biggest concern is that the girl's fingers smelled like my ass the rest of the day. Right. Neither of us liked that at all. So I probably disliked it more than she did. So <laughs> I, w- I recommend gloves. I think it it it, it uh, nitrate free. It's what? just something about like having that extra little layer what? between your you know fingers and that asshole because it is still a butthole. There are these black gloves that were recommended to us. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. They were nitrile gloves i think it's what it's called all right well since we're not getting sponsored by them we don't need to worry about it no they're just they're not they're an ideal alternative to latex allergies apparently well in case you are allergic but otherwise i'm sure any old gloves can work no i think it is a little thicker or something that's why that pleasure mechanics recommended it you want something thicker i'd want something thinner all right let's take a quick (laughs) message for a little voicemail ready for this one yeah it's been a while from Mr. Bean, but that we gotten something from Mr. Bean. So Where here the we hell have you been, Mr. Bean? We've missed you, Mr. Bean. Here in Maine, the nights are old and cold, and it gets downright chilly. But when it's late at night, I come home, and I just want to clone a willy. That's right, kids. Buy yourself a clone a willy pack for your loved ones here at Christmas and all the holiday cheer. I fucking love this man okay seriously he's, he's now doing our advertisements for us <laughs> and he does such a better job of rhyming oh like, he blew you out Willie. of the water he blows me out of the water all the time that is hilarious I need to get rhyming lessons from him uh i think that's a good uh thank you for that message mr bean and i think that's a good segue into our clone a, a, Willie. a little a little shout out to our sponsor clone a willy we talked a little about them earlier but mom give me what is the favorite your favorite part about clone a willy i actually did the clone a pussy and i thought that was fun okay. um but the favorite part was i i think it just makes it much i mean i didn't the end result was not even the the thing that i liked the best you know although it was a beautiful little work of art a relic a relic but um no i thought the making you know, like you're stirring up the silicone and putting it on your 
vulva with your partner. It's fun. It's a fun, playful thing to do together. I think it's a very great way to spice up a relationship. Yeah. It is. If you're, if, if you know, and, it, and it's, there's something funny about it too. It's funny. It's playful. It's intimate. It's playful. That's yeah. it. It's playful. Yeah. And, and so it, if, especially if things have gotten stale between you and your, your partner. It's a fun thing to do. Phenomenal way to kind of, it's, you're not cutting right to the intimacy. It's kind of like this, this well, playful guess, way into it. Yeah. If you have a partner, but if you don't have a partner, it's still fun to have. Uh, uh, you know, and anytime you wondered, like, what would my dick look like if it was made into a work of art? You can make yourself a work of art. Uh, listen, I sleep next to mine every night. What? Well, it's in my bedside table. <laughs> Do you go take it out and look at it? Sometimes. Okay. I just uh, remember Maybe. if I, there's something nice down there. You could use it for a little anal play on yourself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, can you imagine uh, if your brother walked in one time and you're like sticking your, your clone of Willie up your ass? <laughs> my god could you imagine that visual okay for those interested in this wonderful holiday time pro um gift go to clonawilly.com and enter promo code mom for 20 percent off your entire order that's a good deal that is a phenomenal deal the now that link will be in the uh, description of this episode so mother where were we we were just talking about anal play all right and uh I wanted to um, discuss a little bit about um, the how it is the holiday time as well. Okay. So I did just give you a gift. Oh, my gift. Yeah. Okay. I would love to share. Wait, he, before what? we get to the gift, I want to explain. I think my my sprained ankle will actually. Yeah. I, I, this is a shitty transition. I should have said, "Hey, we were just talking about the holiday spirit." What I want to tell you about my celebration this weekend okay and then now we'll go into the story okay yes Anne, go ahead so i went to my friend's house and uh just our very our closest friends were there and they cooked this beautiful meal we were just enjoying ourselves and there was a dessert that they started passing out and it tasted so fucking good and then later on things just i was in a much more pleasant mood and um Oh my god! <laughs> and s s <laughs> but then things things were going a little awry. Like, uh, for example, one of my friends started playing a voicemail that I had left him on his phone like months ago. That was a funny voicemail, and he wanted to replay. And I didn't recognize it was my voice. Someone else pointed out that it was me. So th my brain was not functioning perfectly. <laughs> okay, I'm and, dying here. And then, like. About 20 minutes later, someone comes in from the kitchen and says, was there weed in that dessert? Oh. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't sure if it was weed or mushrooms. No, it was suddenly the, the hosts of the party go, yeah, there might have been weed butter in that there dessert. There might have been weed butter. I see. I don't like and that. Everyone you, you the right at the party was freaking dosed dosed out and, and then it became a very fun party when, when everyone realized. realized um we started dancing to pirate music which is where i got way too into a new dance move i, I rarely smoke weed and i really definitely rarely eat weed and uh i found a new dance move and there was a reason why i wasn't doing that dance move prior to that night 
<laughs> which is because it sprains your ankle when you do that dance move. Maybe you should not have done that dance. Move. I should not have been doing. And we were dancing think, to pirate music, pirate kind of, shanties. Like, ho, 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 Someone ho, pirates had, life for me. They had a record of pirate music. And you guys were all just like wasted dancing around, <laughs> and then you sprained your ankle. Yes. Were you hurting? Yes. It is still. You felt the pain. Oh yeah. Did you go to the hospital? No, clearly I didn't go to the hospital. What do you mean clearly? How the hell do I you know? You would have known there. if I were in that hospital. Well, you didn't tell me anything about spraining your ankle or anything. I, how am I supposed to know? Well, so then the following day, we... Uh, did you put ice on it? Uh, yes, I did. Good. Um, and the, the following day, we, we might be sponsored by Men Men. Men so, Men? I Which is it. like a, a, a weed shop. Like it's It's probably like the Apple store for weed. It's pretty, it's unbelievable. I see that you gave me something from there for the holidays. So I'd never, I've never been there before. So I wanted to do some research. And then in the process, I decided that I should buy you something there. That's very nice of you. And so I bought you a little gift. And here it is. And do you know what it is? I am so happy. Well, first of all, I'd like to tell you all that I've had a little difficulty sleeping. For some reason, I wake up in the middle of the night. They know, mom. They know. And so instead of taking Ambien or Clonopan or my own little special blend of weed Cam got me something called Sleep. It's a dose pen of cannabis oil vaporizer. That's right. So I am so freaking excited to try this. I just don't want you to, to use. This. I don't want you to use that on. I don't you on a do nightly not basis. Need to worry about become, me. You grow dependent on this shit. Well, I'm already worried. How am I going to not bring it when we go out of town? <laughs> yeah, that that is a struggle. I don't oh, know. So I may not try it until I get back. Maybe. I don't know, but I I know the effects that that weed has on my brain because of course because we went there then i ended up having consuming another edible that that evening no way yes you were becoming a little well it was supposed to just be cbd so i thought it was gonna just you know relax my body i wasn't gonna and then there was a little thc of course it fucked me up because i'm a lightweight are you driving on this no but then um i still feel it this morning you're still high no, I just feel like kind of like my brain is a little like diffuse. Like it's better at making connections, but harder at like focusing in. And, and this is what I think your brain does. Oh, excuse me. Why? Yeah. How do we get onto my brain? Because I'm, I've am i recognized how my brain is working right now. It's very similar to the way your brain typically works. <laughs> and I think that's because <laughs> of your intake of weed. Yeah. I don't smoke that I, much I, weed. I just take a little hit before I go to bed. Yeah, that's a lot. No, tiny, so, tiny little hit just uh, to sleep through the night. Yeah, tiny little hit. That, that's why I got you this pen because I know your tiny little hits are probably whole bowls. No. And I, this pen just allows you what one you hit. Whole bowls. First it of all, measures it out the hit. I just have a low tolerance for this stuff. Yeah, bullshit. I'm telling you, I don't just smoke that much. As a matter of fact, I found an entire bag of stuff that I never even opened from the last time I went to the weed store. It does do something very interesting to the brain, though. What? It, it, it removes some filters which is how your brain, by the way, works most of the time. <laughs> and also, it allows you, it, it, it does seem, it's it's kind of like, I view it like a, a camera lens. Like, it, you can kind of zoom out um, and get like more of a broader picture, but it does, it's, it's versus my day-to-day, which is like very focused in on like a very specific task. It's definitely different than if you do Adderall. Yes, I mean, I, I was way easier, easily distracted with with this stuff. Like as as you could tell, I think this interview I've been a little bit. Uh, it's it's harder for me to keep a line of thought. Oh, so you're still see edibles do last a lot longer than if you just get some TA smoke. You smoke a little. Bit. I think this is just the after effects of being 
high for two or three days straight. Yes. <laughs> My little pothead son. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, I think I enjoy it a little bit while it's happening. Right. I'm, I'm, I enjoy it while it's happening. Um, but then it can go very south so easily. It's so interesting because edibles do that to me too. I, I'm not a big edible fan. It's the same thing with the, with, with weed. With, no, when we were weed, smoking weed. You smoke a little pot and. Or you, flour, should I say. I smoke a little flour. And you, you laugh, you, you enjoy music, and then, the, you know, it wears off in like four hours. So it, it's different. No, it's not. It's the same. Edibles last for like ever. I just remember like I would go like if I'm going to like a concert and like I'm, I like smoke a little bit in like the parking lot and then I walk in with whoever I'm with and then I'm get like really into whoever I'm with and I don't want to talk to anybody else. I get really like, oh, I just want to be with the one person. And then I don't want to talk to anybody else. It makes me like weirded out with like the amount of people that I see. Like uh, if I was at like Ravinia. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. All right. Should we <laughs> should we go through the rest of the text real yes, quick? Yes. Let's All right. keep going. So, this so now one says, I, I, I'm convinced that everyone that's listening to this show thinks we're a bunch of freaking pothead drug addicts. Yeah. Well, we're not. First of all, just so everyone knows, we're in Los Angeles and it's legal in California, so we're not doing anything illegal. No, I no. I, I might mention that, but I also wouldn't recommend this necessarily because I feel like a delinquent right now. Because you're still high. Well, you did not need to eat like edibles two days in a row. I know. I thought it wasn't going to affect me like uh, psychologically that much the second day. For by the way, this happened to me one time. I go to a party for someone who's dying. Uh, yeah, she had cancer. This was a while ago. And uh, she decides to have a party for herself because she's dying. It's like her last birthday before she died or whatever. Mm. And so so they put out a whole buffet of food for like, there's like maybe 30 women in her backyard. And somebody puts out a tray of cookies. Can you imagine this? But (laughs) doesn't tell anybody that they are... There are edibles in the, there are edible cookies. There, there's marijuana infused cookies. Oh, wow. And I'm like, wait a second. These people who are straight as arrows are going to eat these cookies and not have a clue. And so I go, did you realize that there's edible cookies out there? And they're like, oh, we didn't know that, you know, like, I guess these servers or whatever, just put the cookies out thinking that they're just like desserts. Oh my But luckily God. they didn't, nobody ended up taking it. But I just can't imagine that someone just brings them to the party like they're bringing a, a fruit I, salad. No, I, I think this is a crazy thing to do. I think you need to tell people. I what know. Do you, what did, do our listeners they, think? Do, do you guys think that it's right that you somebody puts out a plate of, a plate of cookies and doesn't tell you what's in the cookies? <laughs> I mean, I think you you should at least have the, like, the choice. Yeah. It's the same my thing friends, with anything else. Let, my let, friends let, that did know that, that but they, they didn't want to leave me out, which was sweet. But at the same time, they just kind of knew they felt they felt bad from that. They knew that I might not be down with this. So then you go and eat the cookie the next day, which I think is a bold. It wasn't. It was a different thing. It was a CBD thing the next day. What were you doing? Why did you do that? Because I thought it would alleviate alleviate some of the fucking oh the pain thing. Yes. And next thing you know, I'm high again. I'm like, (laughs) how did this happen? I don't know. And if this is the first time you listen to Sex Talk with my mom, this is very unusual for Cam to be smoking and eating just weed. Just eating a bunch of weed. It's just very, all weekend. very unusual. Highly unusual for someone who's already anxious as can oh. be. Did it help your anxiety? No. No. It's a goddamn whirlwind in there when I'm I'm high. <laughs> it never, everyone's like, oh yeah, CBD helps your anxiety. Weed helps your anxiety. No, it doesn't. It makes me way more in my head. And just like a child, it makes me much more childish without filters. But just like a child, any stimulus can lead me off the fucking deep end. So what were you worried about? 
I just, I don't know. Random thoughts can, can create <laughs> a fucking downward spiral. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um, but that said, we might be sponsored by MedMen, which is a pretty dope ass shop. So yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. tell you next week if we are. All right. Well, um, well. So we're, we should wrap up very, very soon, by the way. We, had, uh, we do have a few more. This one said, I just listened to your anxiety morning after show. You <laughs> should try to get the, on the Hilarious World of Depression podcast. <laughs> That is a dope podcast. Here, I would love one, to be on it. There's one that says, yes, I want to text a horny mom. Oh, that's a very nice, that's a very nice message. That's a yes, text horny mom. Uh, this one says, uh, I think we already re- read this one, but this is, my name is Kendra and I've recently moved from Indiana to Texas and I've carried you all with me the whole time. I've been wa- waiting so long for a sex talk with mom and sex explanations to do a, an episode together. This has now completed my life. Thank you all so much. I, I thank you for that message, Kendra. I'm I'm glad that episode completed your life. I like to complete people's lives. Isn't that lovely? So, um, on that note, mother. Yes. I think we're. Do you have any final words? I do not. I just wanted to sing a little bit. Go for it. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and. Is the, that a weed reference? Yeah. And Good the God. edibles and the cannabis. Oh man. Okay. This is why this is you why we should leave. smoke cannabis. <laughs> this is why we should leave the rhyming to, to, to Mr. Bean. To Mr. Bean. He does a much better job with the willy and the chili. I love that. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really love you. And subscribe. Bye. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. 